morning and uh, welcome to Anthem Church. If you have not been welcomed, if this is your first time here, I want to say uh, Happy New Year's to you. Um, it's now 2017. All right. Um, quick poll. Who stayed up last night to watch the ball drop? Good. So you, um, you guys will probably fall asleep in the first five minutes. The other ones, hey, I expect you guys to be attentive for the rest of the, of the morning. Um, well, uh, we like to jazz things up for 2017. So this morning, we've already talked about it. We're going to be doing the Lord's Supper. So that's great. But before that, we've got to take care of some business, right? We've got to have a message, right? All right. So I'm going to try to be as quick and brief as possible as I can. For those of you who know me, yeah, I heard a hum there. Yeah, everybody who knows me, I'm very long-winded. Um, so, yeah, as, as Rick said, he's, he's taking a break this week. He, he sometimes asks me to, to, to step in, so hopefully it won't be that too daunting this morning as I bring the message. But we're going to be looking at, um, into Joshua 24, so if you have your Bibles, just know, you can just put your thumb there. We're not going to get there just yet, um, but I think it's first that, you know, I've entitled this, this message this morning is, the thing is, is, is it settled, all right? So just keep that in your mind. Is it really settled? Um, so has anybody ever had to make a decision? I would hope so, but, you know, some of you kind of like, oh, I don't know. But, yeah, we all. I mean, sometimes for some of you who are adults, you've gone into a meeting, whether it's with business or with even the family, and there's a lot of different tops, topics flying out there, right? And you know that, you know, there's a lot of discussion about that stuff. There's differing opinions. But in the end, there can only be one decision to be made. I mean, think about it. If you're going on vacation and, you know, the kids want to go here, you guys want to go there, you know, it's, it's just one decision has to be made. So when we get into that, you know, it has to be settled. So whatever that the decision is, is what matters most, right? We, we, we go into it. it. It helps us plan for where we're going to be doing or what we're going to be going towards or whatever it is. If it's in business, hey, that's your strategy of how to get to that, you know, if that's the decision you make. You, ha- you want to get there, so you have to make that decision. So the question is, is once it is settled, what happens then, all right? What happens? But because, you know, for something to be settled, it, it needs to be finished. It needs to be secured. It needs to be ready to go. It, I mean, at that point, it, it's on, right? You got to go that way. So what happens if it isn't settled? If something isn't settled, what, what happens? At that point, you know, we got we to gotta think, like, well, we got to tie up some of these loose strings before we can move forward. Because when something is decided, when something is set in stone, when it is settled, that's when we can move forward. We can get behind it. We have a little bit of an enthusiasm that we can get to that place of where we're going. Now, I say that because I want to ask us each this question. Has our relationship with Jesus Christ been settled? That's... That's the question I'm, I'm posing this morning and going to be going through when we get to Joshua. Um, but I want you to consider, if, if you have a relationship with Jesus, a lot of things should be settled. So we need to ask that question. I know there's some new visitors, and you know, I know that there's been people going here for, for a while, but I need to ask this question. Are you a follower of the, of the Lord Jesus? Have you committed your life to following 
after him. And it's okay if you haven't, but I need to ask that second question. If you answered yes to that first one, then if you are a follower of Jesus, is it settled in your life that he comes first? Is that settled? All right, so here's one thing I know, and this is something that has has troubled me. Um, When it comes to accepting Jesus Christ, everybody, you know, there's a lot of, you know, there's there's been, you know, uh, you know, even, uh, you know, I had a, I had a, I had a, an example in mind, and it just flew from my, my thoughts. So I, I won't go there. But, um, but most of people, you know, sometimes when we accept Jesus as our Savior, we forget there's another part to that, and that other part is, is that we accept Him as the Lord of our life. We accept Him as the one who is supposed to be making the decisions for us. We need to walk in that decision as well as making the decision to follow Him. But my fear is, and, and I've seen it, man, I've seen it firsthand, and I've seen it just, you know, with, with just this past year alone, most of the people who actually call themselves Christians, they live a life that is unsettled. They, they don't do the things that Jesus has been asking them to do. The fact is that when we commit our lives to Christ, when I accept him, when I accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, my life became different than when I was without him. Every one of us, if you have answered that question, and if you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, you should definitively say that my life is different than it was before. So let's go ahead and let's get to our verse this morning. If you haven't opened up, we're going to be in Joshua 24. It will be on the screen because um, I know the, the, the Bible print is, is a little bit small. Um, but Joshua 24, we're just going over two verses, 14 and 15. Some of you, when I say Joshua 24, you already know where I'm at um, and what I'm going to be talking about. But uh, let, let me just give you a small little background. Um, Joshua was actually the leader of the Israelites who brought the people into the promised land. See, Moses, he wasn't allowed to go in. So Joshua was the leader who, was, who led the people into. And man, they saw great miracles. They saw God do a lot of different things. But here's the one thing that Joshua noticed. He noticed that the people lived an unsettled lifestyle. And what I mean by that is that, you know, even though that they had seen the miracles of God, they operated and their, their, their faith in God really wavered. One day they were all in. They were like, yeah, let's go march around Jericho for seven days. Woohoo, woohoo. And then the next day they were doing stuff that they shouldn't be doing, that God told them specifically not to do. They would have full belief on one day, and then the next day it couldn't be found anywhere. Joshua, Joshua finally, when he was coming to the end of his days, he had seen this lifestyle, this unsettled lifestyle from all the people, and he gathered all the leaders together, and he posed this question to him. And this is the question, this is what is recorded in Joshua 24, starting with verse 14. It says, Now therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in serenity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. And if it is evil in your eyes to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve whether it is the gods of your fathers served in the region beyond the river or, or the gods of the Amorites in the land of which you dwell now. But as for me and my house, 
What does it say? We will serve the Lord. Joshua made a big declaration right here. There was no doubt. There was no wavering. There was no remorse in his decision. All right? He had witnessed the awesomeness of God. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm using it. He had seen the awesomeness of God. And he knew that there was no other gods, or let me put it in our way, there were no other things that we put in front of God. All right? Because we know we do that. I know for me, I, television, I mean, when we have God and television, uh, you know, sometimes it rivals in my heart. But Joshua knew, he said, no, as for me, I'm going to serve the Lord. So after asking that question, he, he actually, he, you know, he said, whom will you serve? What are you going to serve? My house is going to serve the Lord. Joshua was preparing them to walk with the Lord. He wanted him, they wanted, he wanted them, him, he wanted them to serve him only. All right? Personally, I believe that that's what we're doing here at Anthem Church. All right? We give bib- biblical teaching from the pulpit, uh, and we try to encourage, whether it's either here or whether it's even in the classrooms, whether it's going to be on the Sunday night study, anywhere we do, we try to encourage you to walk closer with our Lord and Savior. Week after week, Rick is up here, and he gives some really good, you know, illustrations. He gives some really good teaching, preaching, however you want to call it. But every time it is, he wants us to show what the Lord, or or, or tells us how the Lord wants to conduct our lives. All right? And that's why why I I follow after him, because he is following after the Lord. He knows, he he has great insight. So, with that being said, I have to ask for... For now that we're now, we're now officially in 2017, let's take some inventory on ourselves, right? How is your walk with the Lord? Right? I mean, how is it? Think about the decisions that you made in 2016. Can you say that your relationship with Jesus is stronger? Is it the same? Has it worn off a little bit? I guess what I'm asking you is, have you experienced any spiritual growth in your life? Are you growing in Christ-likeness? I guess that's the overall question that we, we, we should ask ourselves on a continuous basis. Our decisions, our choices, how we conduct ourselves, they reflect our heart. And, and when they reflect our heart, if we've chosen to live for Jesus, it reflects our heart on how we truly have chosen to live for Jesus. Since it's New Year's, I, I thought, you know, maybe, maybe I'll give an illustration to help prove my point. Um, and what's one thing that everybody around New Year's always contemplates going into the new year? Okay, the resolution. Yeah, okay, what type of resolution? Let me be more specific. Anything? Hey, I heard it over there. Lose weight. I think I heard it other places too, but everybody has... We all have it on my mind. The reason it was on my mind because it was on my mind this, this week, you know, because, you know, look, I've put on some pounds, all right? I've had, I've eaten some really good food over this Christmas break. And usually that's what happens when we're at Christmas. We love getting into all of those great foods, right? We've, we've put on some pounds. We've overindulged. But now it comes to the new year, and we got to change our lifestyle. We got it. We got to change it up a little bit. We, we, we need to... We need to get on mission. We need, to, we need to lose some weight, all right? 
So what do we do? So if we are going to make that decision, we need to be committed to it, right? So when we commit ourselves to it, we, when you commit yourselves to something, it, it becomes a permanent change, would you say? So when it comes to dying, what's the first thing that we need to really start with? Food, all right? Food, all right. So the first thing that we do is we put down the chocolate goodies, right? Those are the biggest reason why we're probably in the way that we are. There's no more pecan pie. We, put, we, we have to throw away the eggnog. There's no more thoughts of having chalknog. There's only one person that probably should get that. That was a, there was a, a dream of mine one day to combine chocolate and eggnog, chalknog. Okay, whatever. But instead of having those pipe dreams, what do we do? What do we do? We need to replace it. We need to, we, we replace those unhealthy foods with more of fruits, vegetables. We get rid of the carbohydrates, no more bread. We go, maybe we go gluten-free. You never know. We just get rid of all of those simple sugars. We start eating a healthy and nutritious diet, wouldn't you say? That's, that's the goal for, for getting there, all right? The second thing we need to do, we need to change our activity level, all right? No more being a couch potato. I tell you, last night for three hours straight, I watched the Clemson gang, all right? I don't think I got off the couch once. That's not healthy, all right? That's... That's, that's what we have to change, and, and if I do it then, I know that I've done it at other times. So I've got to get moving around. I've got to get got a, little, got a little exercise into it, you know? I need to, you know, bring up the steps. I know it's hard, man. When you haven't done it in a while, it, it, it does. It wears on you, and, that, and, that, and that's why I suggest don't go out, you know, doing a marathon. Just start, you know, maybe a 15, 30-minute increment of, of exercising, and we'll move on for there. But we have to add exercise to our diet plan, Right? Because, you know, that, that does. And I'd say that because one time I, I jumped right into P90X, all right? And I didn't have a plan. And it didn't go well with me, all right? <laughs> I, I decided that, you know, exercise is not worth it, all right? If you jump into X, uh, P90X and you don't have a plan, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure, all right? So if you have a plan, you, you need to exercise. I mean, we're getting into that exercising. So plan of action is needed to exercise. What's the third thing that we, we see? Well, the third thing is like kind of a byproduct of the first two. We start seeing results, right? If we've, if we've changed our diet, if we've started to exercise, then what do we do? We start seeing the results. We, we see some transformation taking place. There's less, there's less cushion around the belly area, right? That's the, that's the first place I notice it being gone. But here's the thing. If I go into it half-heartedly, if I think, ah, uh, well, maybe I'll start the week after or... Yeah, maybe, you know, the week after that, you know, that if we go into it half-heartedly, then the results that we see are going to be minuscule. They're going to be, there might not be any at all. So the thing is, is when we make that decision, we have to stick to it. Now, I take that example, and I'm going to flip it around to our, our relationship and the, the steps that we should be taking with the Lord Jesus. All right. First thing that I said, I said we need to feed ourselves the right diet, right? So how are we feeding ourselves with God's nutrition from off of God's nutritious menu? Because there are some great things that we can we can glean from, you know, in his word and his scripture. Are, are we learning God's truths? Do you have a plan for that? Are you learning God's truths? Are you doing it? Let me ask you. 
You don't have to show hands or anything like this, but are you engaged in the Bible study? Or maybe, maybe before that, do you have a personal quiet time at home where you, you, you separate yourself and you have a time with the Lord that is just between you and him? Do you have that? Well, if you don't, then, you know, what about getting together with a group of people? Do you have that where you're, where you're able to actually exercise what your thoughts about the Lord and come to some conclusion of what the Lord is maybe teaching you? I've been in, a Bible, I've been in Bible study fellowship all my life, and man, it grew me up. I, I was way down here, but it, it exponentially. And you know what? We have that available to us. December 11th, Rick already talked about it. December 11th, we're going to be coming in here and we're going to be hardcore on what Jesus has to offer us through the Bible. January, what did I say? December. Yeah, next year. Next year. No, 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 last year. Last year we started this. All right, so January 11th, all right? Yeah, and, and going on. January 11th, if, you're not, if you haven't penciled in your calendar, because I haven't seen anybody. Oh, well, she's, she's, she's marking it on her phone. Good. So, but if you haven't put it, why aren't you doing that? Because that's a good way to just get started, to get into something, to start having that healthy lifestyle being created. Our quiet times. I don't know about you. I have two small kids, and I struggle. And, I've, and, I, 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 and, I, and I say this for two strong, small kids, but I know some of you just had three and you have four and some have five, and I'm like, how do you do it? All right? I, I really, I need you to come tell me how you do it. Because, you know, I struggle with that. Maybe, maybe I need to, you know, get some, some, you know, I need to more prioritize myself to, to get better times because I feel like it's, it's five minutes and then a screaming child just tears me away from it. But I need to bring myself back to it. Maybe the, the nights when I'm watching football. Okay, I got it figured out. Don't you worry. All right. Second thing, our activity level. Our activity level when it comes to the Lord. Are, are, we, are we turning our are we turning those God's truths into action, all right? So I ask that and say, how are we spending our time? How are we spending our interest? How are we spending our money? How are we spending our time with entertainment? Because I know those are the first four things that really affect me. So, you know, if it affected me, it's probably affecting somebody else. So, those, th those things, we, what do we need to be doing about those? Uh, what should I be doing? Well, I got, I got some answers for you. Rick already mentioned it. We have the food pantry coming here, and it's going to be right on the other side of these, these, these walls, right over here in the back corner. But it doesn't happen by itself. It, it, takes, it takes, you know, people, it takes work. It takes, there's stuff to be done. Because all the stuff that's back there has to get moved out and it's got to be placed somewhere else. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually giving you something to do. Hey, we need volunteers the next couple of Saturdays. I didn't know that this project was going on. I found out this morning. Well, actually, I found out yesterday. But I kind of had enough vision, but I didn't know when the, the, final, the final date was. But you know what? My wife said, hey, you're going to work next Saturday. All right? And there it is. You know, it's, it's where, where are we putting our priorities? Because those are the things. We need help. Not only that, I mean, it's, it's, we want everybody to be included. This is not just for the men, of the, you know, that might have special skills. Anybody can help. There are lots of different things that are going on. I want you to come and serve with us. 
There is a fundraising dinner on February 4th. I got that date right. February 4th. Man, if you don't know anything about it and you want to know, come talk to me. I know where it's at. It's at my place of business, all right? Because I know my wife is in charge of it. I know a lot of the details. So if you need somebody to go to and say, hey, how can I be a part of it? Just come talk to me. I will point you in the right direction and show you where to go. As for our church needs, there are always ministry needs. There is always room for people to just come on. And because you know what happens when you're in ministry and serving the kids? You're teaching them about Jesus. You're exercising your own faith. I, I want you to come. I want you to get plugged in. I want to steer you in the right direction, but I do this. Why do I do this? Because I want you to be a part of what the Lord is doing here at Anthem Church. It's not because we just need people. I want you to be invested in of what the Lord is doing. That is why I ask these things. That's why I, I do that. And the third thing about, you know, that, that whole dieting plan as it relates to our, our walk with the Lord is we want to see things happening. I want to say thank you to those of you that took the time to, to write letters to, to friends and family on behalf of the, the, the vision campaign, our, our greater things. We've almost raised $20,000 just from letters, you know, going out to, to people. And, and that's great. You know, more is needed. And, and it's great to see those tangible things. All right? It really is. It's great to see things, you know, that you can visually put your eyes on and see and stuff like that. But I have to ask you this. God wants control of our hearts. That's where it really matters. So have we seen somebody profess their life for Christ recently? Have you? Have I? Have we been... Have we seen somebody maybe freed from an addiction of some sort? Has somebody actually been so, I don't know, completely just done with the world that they just got down on their knees and just cried out to the Lord? Those are the, those are the hard things that God wants. He wants us to turn to him. And to be honest, we can't see those results until those things start to happen. When we see lives changed, we will totally be like, oh my goodness. That's, that's, what, it's, that's what it's for. Man, I yearn for God's people to be drawn to the Lord. I see it, and it, it gets me excited. That's, that's what energizes me. And that's why I try to get involved in so many different things, all right? But if our decision to accept Jesus, I mean, if it's not settled, you know, we won't see, we won't see the results. We won't see it. But Joshua, what did he say? He settled the issue. When he said to the leaders of the children, he says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I ask you about that word will, all right? I ask you because we could easily say this. We could say, well, as for me and my house, we could serve the Lord. Sounds like a good idea. As for me and my house, we might serve the Lord. As for me and my house, well, we can. Yeah, just let me know. As for me and my house, we, we should. No, he was very definitive in his decision. He said, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. 
It's an action statement. And that is where God wants us to be. Jesus wants us to have that matter settled with him. Because Jesus settled everything for us. Think about it. Sin. What did he do from sin? Well, as we look to the cross, what did he do? He took care of that. It's proof. He went to the cross and he died for our sins. What about death? Well, guess what? He settled that too. Why? How? He rose from the dead. He now lives. He's in heaven. And you know what? He's also settled our mission in life. Jesus has settled that for us too. Matthew 16, what does he tell us? Jesus said, deny, our, deny yourself and take up the cross and follow me. If we want to see or do greater things for the Lord, then our relationship with Jesus needs to be settled. We have another year that is closing out, and for us to you really impact Andrew and, and even the world, it's coming to a close. And I want you to think about that. Where were you at this point last year? Each year, we should be growing in our faith towards Jesus. Each year, we should be walking in the decision that maybe we made years ago. Our lives should be different. They should be for him. In a few minutes, we're, we're going we're gonna to take the time and we're going to have the Lord's Supper. But before we do, some of us need to wrestle with our hearts and just see, are, are we really settled that decision for Jesus? Are we all in for him? It's reserved for those who actually believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's not to be exclusive, but you can make that decision to follow Jesus today. And if that's the case, then deal with your heart. That's what Jesus wants from us. He wants us to come to him. My question is, is as we leave this morning, is can you say what Joshua was able to say? And that is, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Let's pray. Lord God, we just uh, thank you for this morning. Thank you that you brought us to this place. And you know what? We do need to take some inventory on our heart. Um, we need to ask the question, have, have we given it over to you? Today could be that day, Lord. If there's even but one that just doesn't have that faith in you, that, I mean, they could, they could just say it right now. Lord, I decide to follow after you. Lord, there's some, there's many of us in here that we have given your, our heart over to you. We have made that decision to follow you. We are wholeheartedly, we, we, we stand with you. But maybe we're not doing enough. Lord, wrestle with our hearts. Teach us what we need to say, what we need to do. Take us to where we need to be. Lord, we, we just give this morning to you. We ask that you and you alone have settled it in our hearts that we live for you. I pray this in Jesus' name this morning. Amen.